All right, everybody. Thanks so much for stopping by another live episode of Real Estate Titans, sponsored by Lionbolt Media. I'm your host, Greg Fowler, traveling throughout the marketplace, interviewing the top real estate professionals in our field, essentially gathering insight, inspiration, really drives and motivates these top producers above and beyond everybody else in what I'd like to consider a real estate titan. Now, our very special guest and featured titan for episode 274 from beautiful Colorado Springs, Colorado, my good friend, Kevin Bristow. Kevin, it's an honor, my friend. Thanks for taking the time. I appreciate you. Oh, it's an honor. It's an honor to be on the show, Greg. Super pumped to talk to you today. Uh, looking forward to, to just diving deep, man. This is awesome, Kevin. And, and, and truly the man, the myth, the legend, been doing this for such a long time, made massive impacts and in, in waves in a positive into the real estate world and community, Kevin. So I, I really want everybody out there who maybe doesn't know you on a personal level into that way, as well as a professional to get to know you today and really the tools, tactics, and systems that brought you to where you are at the highest of highs. So Kevin, let's just start with the first question, which is more of the origin story, you know, who you are, where you came from, what got you into the business, kind of your progression through your career, what's led you up to today. Let's just start with that. Wow. Uh, so you and I have spoken in the past and, and I, and I, and I, I Share the the quick uh, resume version, and then and then I and at one time gave you the the when I was a wee lad version. Right? <laughs> I love it. Um, so I'll give you kind of the the mix between the two. How about that? Right. Perfect. So um, out of high school, I literally had no direction. Um, uh, it wasn't that I was in trouble or anything like that. I just really didn't apply myself to anything. There was nothing that resonated with me. And uh, I found myself uh, basically looking for a job what my parents required it if I lived with them. I was 18. So, I mean, obviously I had to do that. And there was a, there was a, so MCI, a long distance company back in, in, in the nineties, they, they had a lot of cash infusion from uh, an antitrust lawsuit that happened with AT&T and they were just murdering it with the sales. They had this friends and family campaign, which kind of revolutionized the use of, lo of long distance. And that was a long time ago. I mean, come on, anybody listen to this now? They're like, uh, long distance? Like, what are you talking about? Like, What's that? <laughs> right? So, but the thing was, is that that I got the job because they had this like training program and it was, you know, uh, X amount of hours for X amount of weeks. And the idea was that I was just going to get this job to satisfy my parents, right? And say that I was doing something. Uh, and at the end of the three weeks or however long the training was, I had no intention on doing the job. I had no intention on being on the phone telemarketing. I was like absolutely like fearful of it, right? And when we went through this training, I never knew this, or I didn't see the value of it until later on in life. And anybody that's listening to this or watching this that worked for MCI 20, 30 years ago, right? It was absolute boiler room, right? They wow. had this most legit sales training. I mean, you talk about the long distance, right? Telling somebody where to call, how much to call, how much going to cost, how much training does that require, right? Not three weeks, right? It was all sales training. It was all about objections. It was all about like how to speak with people, how to lead up for questions, ask discovery questions. Like it was sales training, gangster sales training. Right? Yeah. And so we got to the point where they had these like, uh, I don't know, like cubicles, right? With like 20 people sitting in it and the lead would sit in the middle, you know, ring the bell, that kind of a thing. And they're like, you want to try? And I was like, no. And they're like, well, let's try, give it a try, right? So it's kind of like, hey, do you want to try shooting this gun? You want to try hitting this golf club, right? Just like, well, okay. So sure. I picked up this headset, I put it on, and I became a monster. I mm. became an, I transformed. I don't know why or how, but I found it immediately, like immediately. Wow. So I, I, I did that for a couple of years. Mm. Uh, and then, and, and I mentioned this because this is kind of the, the beginning stages of of, of how I've taken that salesmanship, it's taken some of those lessons and continued it all the way into real estate. Because a wow. lot of people want to take away from, I'm not a salesperson. Well, you're, you're being sold if you're saying that, right? Well and, said. And, and it doesn't mean that you're a sleazy salesperson, right? And we do build relationships, but it's sales, right? It's how we sell ourselves to the other agent. It's how we sell ourselves to the appraiser, how we sell ourselves to the person who's drinking lemonade at her open house, whatever it is, right? It's sales. So, but I had no idea that this was going to be like this big catapult launch into real estate, but wow. I, I ended up working in the car audio circuit after telemarketing after a while, like no matter how 
much I could say it was awesome, right? Like that's that's definitely not a lifelong career. Try not to make it that way. Uh, fair but, enough. But uh, you know, I had a friend that uh, had a car stereo store. He knew I was in sales. I, I was you know a young kid, but Rockford twelve inch woofers in my trunk and just being down the block and just I had an opportunity to go to work for uh, this company, right? Mm. This uh, local car audio store. And, uh, and I took it because I was tired of just, you know, being in a call center environment. I want to work with people. And so, uh, so my job was uh, to get lunch, uh, you know, along that, that this was 30 years ago now, like literature was like a big deal. You would go into a store and the takeaway was like a brochure or a pamphlet, right? Much how real estate was 30 years ago too. Sure. Right? So, so my job was to like, make sure the literature was straight and make sure that everybody got lunch and literally like they, they just they called me shop bitch like that's literally what that's what i did um but you know part of that was like uh, empty boxes like so if they put something new on the floor that box has to go somewhere so that manual in that box could always be accounted for and what happened is the sales floor would get busy me i'm out there i can't just stand there like oh i get lunch right you know what i mean like that's <laughs> so like immediately like hey can i help you or something oh yeah and i have some questions and what would began something that I never realized that I had was that I had a fear in me of not knowing the answer to a question, right? right. So, so this kind of retail experience, what, what happened was, is that it continued to happen more and more. Store got busier, the salespeople were outside smoking cigarettes, whatever it is, right? And people would come up and ask me questions, ask me questions. And because I feared not having the answer, I would go back into these rooms when I had time off. Or, or when I was in between tasks and duties and I would read all the owner's manuals, right? I'd wow. read every single thing. And people, the salespeople started asking me, well, how do I turn the button from green to red? And how does this work? And these sort of things. And I just kind of started just rain man, just nerding out on all of the details, right? So that when people had questions, I had the answers. Love that. Uh, Dustin Hoffman would be proud of you, my friend. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> you know, so... So as you know, retail is telemarketing. I don't think you really, you're not gonna be able to get that life experience anymore, or, or it will be hard to match what happened then. Sure. But what I did get was I spoke to like, I don't know, maybe like 500 people a day, mm. right? Or, or maybe it was 300 people a day, but I did it for three years. I don't know how to even add that up, right? But I had all of those interactions, all those chances at bat. Mm. And, and, and when I went into car audio, by by just kind of taking that sales part that I never knew I wanted, never knew I had, and I took it into retail. Now I had that human element, right? Wow. So I learned how to do that with people, right? Solve problems. You're 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 pissed off. This isn't working, or mm. or you're super excited because it's working, right? Or whatever it is, right? Taking those human emotions, those real emotions, right? Mm. Not on the phone. And being able to take kind of that sales skill set, almost script or, the, or, or having the right words to say, and kind of putting it all together into one skill set, right? And wow. I didn't do it on purpose. This wasn't like this master plan of mine, right? <laughs> yes, sure. you know, I just started kind of uh, taking out of everything that was in front of me, but never really realized how much later it would benefit me, right? <laughs> so I like to use the Karate Kid analogy uh, for those that maybe watched that a long time ago, or there's been a handful of different versions, right? But, you know, the premise is, right, it's like, why am I sanding this floor? Why why am I painting the fence, right? Mm -hmm. And and the answer is so that when when the punches of life come, right, you know how to shuck and jive or duck down or whatever it is, come with the right or two times left, whatever it is, right? Right, it, it, you never realize that, right? So it's just like, as you're, you're hitting through life, a lot of people have great plans. A lot of people have planning. And for those that don't just understand that every day of experience is something that you can take for later, right? So I, I, I got tired of the car audio thing. Like, I literally swear I have hearing damage. Wow. Uh, and and uh, I, I had a buddy of mine that was, I was looking for a change. And a buddy of mine opened up like a window tint store, right? So automotive accessories, clear bra just hit the scene. So 3M, like, like paint protection, right? So that wasn't that long ago, but that was kind of the beginning we were kind of some of the pioneers of using that material and wrapping around bumpers. And our... anyways, he had a shop in the middle of this motor city area, Colorado Springs, right? Yep. That's where all the car dealerships are. Salespeople, right? 
Um, and so we, he, he, I, I went to him and he said, oh, Kevin, I need to, I need somebody to like, kind of just like be a salesperson, be a front man, work with these dealerships, get us going. And I said, okay. And I said, why me? Right. Mm. You, you're, this is your shop. This is your thing. Right. And he said, come, you know, let me show you something. I came around the corner and there was a baseball bat. Mm. And he goes, that's the customer service stick. Oh my gosh! <laughs> so, so he's like, I need somebody that's not thinking like this to 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 be the front man. So, that. so we grew the business, and and I and I I tell you that story to to to, to tell you this. Yeah, is that uh, when I was growing up, I grew up across the street from um, a guy named John Aaron's, um, who's no longer with us, passed away in two thousand eight. Mm. Absolute legend right if there was a legend category there would be no other man that i would think of wow. um and and still to this day at one of the brokerages in colorado springs they have a john aaron's ward hmm. um but but the, the aaron's family they had they had to i grew up real close to them right hmm. and i always knew that like their father john right was in real estate mm -hmm. um but i never knew what that really meant Sure. Right? I mean, you know, like most people look outside, like nice fancy car, you got a nice house. Okay, cool. Right. Life's good. Right. Yeah. So, so he came into the window tint store to get some work done to his Jaguar. Okay. And this is, it was his wife, Judy, and her Jaguar. And it was missing a hood ornament. Right. It was missing the, because back then, you know, punk ass kids, we stole hood ornaments. Right. So, right. It happened, right. There, it happened to them too. Right. <laughs> but it was missing this Jaguar thing. And we had a Jaguar dealership. We were doing, uh, doing all the work for Jaguar. They <laughs> had these, uh, they always put clear balls on these cars. We had all these extra cats left over. The, the Jaguar cat, right? The metal yeah. Jaguar cat for the hood. We had one, right? Hmm. So put that on there, hook them up, whatever, right? And when he got the car, it was kind of like, meh. Like, no, like I was expected. It was like, you know, you're the man, right? Yeah. But what I did do is I used that as an opportunity to give him a phone call to say, hmm. hey, I want to take you to lunch. Wow. And, and I took him to lunch. I just wanted to know, like, how, what is like, how do you, how do you get deals? Like, mm. how, how, do, how do real estate agents, like, like, how do you do the business? How does, how do you get the business? Right. Mm. And, and he, he explained to me about uh, floor duty was like a big thing, open houses, of course, phone mm. calls from signs, some of the stuff that we just hope for at a brokerage these days, but don't happen as often, of course, as it did back then, pre Zillow, pre realtor.com. Um, and so I was like, man, I was intrigued. And I asked him, I said, what do I do? And so he gave me the number to somebody at a Remax okay. in Colorado Springs. And I went through this intern program. And much like a lot of people who want to get into business, right? There's 20 of you, then there's 10 of you, and there's three of you, and then maybe there's one or two left, right? Yeah. Uh, and 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 that was that was one of the one of the things that uh, happened to me was that. I was ready to grind it. I was ready to give it all. And mm. when I got into the business, I, I I read somewhere about giving something six months, right? Mm -hmm. And and I literally, Greg, went and bought six months worth of toothpaste. Wow. About six months worth of toilet paper. I saved six months worth of mortgage. I made sure I have six months of everything, mm -hmm. right? So once I got into the business, if I didn't make it in six months, that I wouldn't be in a position where like I was just totally just wiped out. Wow. So I got into this intern program and just started calling and, and, and spreading my stuff out into like an area where six people would usually sit. And I just started beating the phones. Right. Mm -hmm. And, and, and I was nervous to, to call somebody and say, Hey, I'm in real estate. Right. Because, right. I mean, so is everybody else. Right. It was back then. It is that now. Yeah. Surprise. So it was like 50 other people. Right. <laughs> Sure. So like finding that balance of like calling somebody you haven't spoken to for a long time that you really do truly have an agenda, right? But but you want to be genuine and you want to be, you don't want to just be like, hey, guess what? You know, I got the best thing ever in these nights, right? It 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 was it was something that my skill set that came from being on the telephone allowed me to adapt to that. Hmm. extremely fast wow uh at rapid pace right so the intern program had x amount of deals you had to do the split got tastier or, or more in your favor the agent's favor as you went down the line in threes and hmm. then after like nine then you're out of the intern program you're on your own right wow. and and john had this mega team he was just murdering him he just hmm. he he did so much stuff with new construction he did so much stuff with relocation you know and in and, and, and we go to these 
seminars. We go to these big forums like Keller Williams has family reunion, right? Big, mm -hmm. huge, big, 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 huge, right? Tons of people, right? And big, lots of opportunity to learn, but tons of opportunity to network and meet people, right? Sure. But now we can keep in contact with them much easier than we could, you know, 25 years ago. No right? doubt. Right. And even then before then, John, John's literally like, I mean, we're talking like driving around with a pocket full of dimes looking for a payphone to get a deal done, John. Right. Like yeah. real, real estate. Right. Hmm. And so he had an opening on his team. And I caught wind of it. I was in the intern. I got no favors. Like he never, hey, you're my neighbor, you're my neighbor's kid or whatever it is. There was none of that, like, hey, you're on the team. This guy's with me, right? It was like, go over there, and if you can do 100 push-ups, then maybe we'll talk later, right? Mm -hmm. So he had this opportunity on this team, and I was like, oh, this is it, right? Yeah. So I, I just was like, I want to put my name in the hat, John. This is it. I, 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 I would do anything to be on your team. Hmm. And he's, this is the most crazy interview process I've ever been through. But because of that relationship, he actually hired a third party. So okay. he had this woman who was living down in Arizona and mm -hmm. he said, call this person at this time. This is your interview. Okay. So I'm thinking I'm calling you having a phone interview. Right. And there's this lady, she's super awesome. She's like, okay, listen, what I want you to do is, is I want you to call me back. I want you to hang up and I want you to call me back. And when you call me, right, I want you to pretend that you got my phone number from somewhere. We're going to role play and I want to see how you do. I got Fair this enough. MCI. Hello. Right. <laughs> so boom, call back. And, and I call her Marcy and, and she runs through it to the point where I'm like, are we still role-playing? Right. Wow. I'm asking her questions about relocation, about school districts, all these things. She's hmm. like, okay, great. Can you send those to me an email? I'm like, are we still role-playing? Yeah. Send them to me. I was like, okay. So I sent her this list of homes and then she's like, okay, I'll get back to you. So she called me. She says, I want to see these three homes. And I was like, okay, you're in Arizona. Are we still role-playing? No, Kevin, I'm going to fly to Colorado Springs. And I was like, really Unreal. so she's like yeah this is the dates that i'm coming in so she flies to Colorado springs mm. we go look at these homes i'm like you realize this is like people's houses like like Unreal. we're just practicing and you, you're these you're not you're not like a buyer but we're going in these people's homes like 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 i was just a little confused on like what was act like what's the what's the what, where, where, what's actually happening, right? Right, right. So and she would she would point to houses and like randomly make me like pull over and be like, hey, get that address. And 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 what I realized was after was she was showing, she was seeing what my ability would be to, she knew that some of the homes were vacant. She knew that some of the homes were occupied. She knew that some of the homes, and she walked around with this book <laughs> and she just wrote down stuff, right? Which is kind of nerve wracking, right? You see in the movies is, is like, you know, the therapist writes it down and you're like, oh, what are you doing? <laughs> Right. This happened to me for like four hours, like while I was driving and driving her around. It was like a total like mind grind to me. Hmm. But what happened was, is at the end, she was like, OK, I'd like to make an offer on this. I was like, are we done role playing? <laughs> she was like, yes. So she's like, usually what happens is that we, you know, we go different directions. I'll hmm. review all my notes with John and then I'll see see if you're up to fit. Right. Unreal. She's like, here are all the questions that I ask every agent that goes into a house with me or what I expect them to ask a buyer, right? You know, do you like this kitchen, those sort of things, right? And then she flipped the page and she was like, and here is the next series of questions I'm gonna ask every single agent that you asked me that wasn't on this list. That, that wow. Was, yeah, so so I had a, a really, I, I, I worked hard to get the job. And when John hired me, good, good news, you have the job. He choke fed me business, man. I'm talking, you hear the term drinking out of fire hose. I didn't even, that's not even close, man. Wow. And it had all of these opportunities. And, and he was one of the agents that networked so well with other agents at these events in the past, hand out brochures, things like that. Keep in contact with them with phone conversations, right? Not emails, not Zooms, not, not, not bomb bombs phone call conversations, handwritten notes, right? Wow. So like little things like that, he kind of instilled, uh, not necessarily like, hey, do this, but he was like, this is what I'm doing, right? Sure. So anyways, it gave me this massive opportunity and, um, and I ran with it. What a, what a huge leader, uh, what a great opportunity. And, um, and, then, and then he passed away in 2008. And mm. in Colorado Springs, uh, our real estate market had corrected more in 2008 than it did in 2007. And some people mm. refer to it as almost 2006, right? Wow. As far as the big correction, right? Sure. So, so he passed away, so did the market. Hmm. 
And, uh, you know, throughout all of the experiences that we had selling real estate, I had uh, obviously made some connections, but I made a connection with a person that worked for a bank. And <laughs> that person was a TCF bank. And, and that person connected me with somebody in Denver and said, do you mind if I give this person your name? And just like, you know, in sales, like, okay, whatever, are we going to call them so many life insurance or what, 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 what are you going to actually, what like, is what's this? this person actually calling for? Right. Right. So, so they called and said, Hey, we have this asset management program when people foreclose. Uh, this was probably like in 2006, right? So it was before John passed away, but I had made this contact and they're like, it's like one or two homes a year. You got to put the utilities in your name, uh, maybe replace the carpet, that kind of stuff. Right. And, and they, uh, they, they hired me to do this for, it was a couple homes a year. And then the market changed and I was sitting on this cash cow. Like I, everybody was scrambling to get this kind of like <laughs> asset management, some kind of REO account, something along those lines. And, and I had one, like I just had one. Right. Oh. And it came from relationship building. Right. It came from all those things in the past. Right. And, and I just found myself throughout my career with about a thousand of those stories, mm. right, to get to, to where I am now, right? And, and that's, that's a huge change. So I, I literally uh, uh, decided to do something completely different in real estate. Okay. And, uh, and now I'm the team leader at Keller Williams Clients Choice. Uh, Greg Luchek and I are uh, great friends. Uh, and we're fantastic business partners and, and we're, we're looking to do something different and knock it out of the park. So Kevin, I, and we're going to dive into that too. I, I don't want to glaze over that by any means or stretch. I, I love the story that you've laid out for the audience, kind of really getting to know your decision-making, your processes through your life and your career. Uh, what an incredible story uh, of an interview process. I, I don't, that's very intensive to, and that's a, an understatement, but um, I, I got to ask you about John. Cause I, I think that that's uh a window into your mind and kind of where you were at at that time. And I think it's good reflection for anybody out there who's tuning into this. When you were at the, you know, clear bra, you know, tent shop kind of in that interim after car audio. And then obviously, um, you know, with MCI kind of in that progression, why did you take it upon yourself to reach out to John? What was it in your mind? Obviously, besides the fact, okay, hey, you know, they were neighbors, you saw a nice house, nice cars, seems like well put together individual. What was it about him that made you want to take him to lunch to 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 put the Jaguar on on the hood, you know, and kind of ask a favor for a favor sort of thing? What, what was rolling through your head at that time? So uh, when I bought my first uh, townhome, um, I was, was working in car audio mm -hmm. and I had reached out to John and said, you know, Hey, well, no, actually I reached out to his daughter who was a lender. Okay. I'll hook you up with my dad and ended up using some other random real estate agent. I think I got, I think I got kind of kicked down the road a little bit. Right. Like it's like fair enough, like minimum, minimum purchase. Like I kind of <laughs> recall the story. Now the lady picking me up and like picking up her kids at daycare and then dropping me off and. Uh, me having to ask like what's next like how do I so I think what happened was is that that when I first went to John or when I went to when I went to buy a home I just was kind of like you know whatever this guy will buy a house right and that was that that no no disrespect but like that was just like I was bottom feeder right so got it so I got yeah. to work with a brand new agent apparently right mm -hmm. and and I tell you that because because later after I had that town home for about three years mm. I went to sell that. Buy a, I had a brand new house that I built and okay. I bought an investment property and I did it all with John. Mm. And I and I and I watched like 30 grand of commissions, like, you know, go, go, go in, you know, in and out of the system. And back then that was a lot of money. Sure. Or it was to me. So I was like, man, I could live on that. Like I could mm -hmm. like imagine if I just doubled that. Imagine if I tripled that. Like, wow. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, I saw that that there was a, a real big opportunity to generate income in real estate. Love it. Uh, and that's why when I took him to lunch, I wanted to know how that happened, right? Like okay. How, how, I mean, of course, you, you see this happening, but, you know, obviously, how does this happen on a daily basis, right? Hmm. And so so that was kind of, you know, I, I just had this been in, in, you know, as a buyer, as a seller, as a, as a purchaser of an investment property, 
just being involved with real estate agent. And there's tons of people have that story, right? Usually it's it's like my real estate agent was dog shit. And so like, we know we can do better. And so there's a thousand, there's a billion of those stories. It's probably a thousand of them just in our city, right? No doubt. But but, but like, this was more of like, hey, I, I, I think I could do that. I think I'd like to do that, right? Mm -hmm. And at the time, like in 2004, market was just popping right like mm -hmm. like there were just i mean just like in the big short like that was real people were buying yeah. homes at 125 percent of purchase they were cashing out the delta there was a lot of not good things happening wow clearly you know obviously you know collapsed sure uh but but at that time just like about two years ago mm -hmm. right everybody wanted to be a realtor like oh right you know what i mean and uh -huh. it really what it did was is that everybody was doing it mm -hmm. right but a lot of people were just walking around in uh flip-flops and shorts and and john aarons had like you know a billion stories about dressing professional right he was sure. he, he was a dapper don dapper john right mm -hmm. he was very well dressed right yeah. every day no storm rainstorm <laughs> closing he'd probably wear a suit on the beach i probably you know i mean but oh, I love that. The, the thing was, is that he he never said, you got to dress this way. You got to be, you got to be professional all the time, right? He would just always have these examples, stories of like, hey, you know, this people took me serious because, well, I, you know, I, I looked like I was serious. Right. So, so yeah. So seeing John, uh, seeing him was, was really kind of like the, the, the key guy, right? Mm -hmm. Everything he did was what kind of, like, I, I, I kind of, I guess I refer to myself as like a classically trained realtor, right? Love that. Classically trained chef, right? You know, mm -hmm. there, there, there are a series of, of uh, uh, ways that you use a knife. There's a series of things that doesn't change, right? Sure. And, and because of John, I was exposed to that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. And, and he never, he never was like, Hey, every, every day call somebody on Tuesday. Never, never was like, Hey, make three entries in your database. He never did any of that kind of stuff. It was more about just constantly stay in the infinite game like wow. always do this hmm. so yeah it, it, to me though kevin as you mentioned that and i appreciate you kind of clarifying the thought process there i think you had the the foresight to see success in a real estate career and taking a leap having that guidance is massively important i think the proven track record um, you know, of somebody to really groom and shape and, and evaluate is massively important. I know that you do an incredible job and that's a big piece of the puzzle for Keller Williams clients choice and the leadership, you know, that you bring to the table. So I, I, I definitely want to slide into that thought process because that's where you left off. You were talking about Greg Lucek and essentially you were basing it off of what was your thought process and decision for Keller Williams? Because you prior to Remax, right? Yep, and yeah, yeah. you know, uh, uh, it's massively successful career. Everything that you do on a daily basis. How did that partnership or opportunity come to play? And and what's your thought behind it? What, what what's the inspiration? Where do you see it going? Let, let's let's go to that part. That's 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 a, that's a great story. I mean, for me and for 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 Greg and I. You know, we've been friends for about 10 years. We have done real estate transactions, each other's clients, sellers, listings, done some investments together. Mm -hmm. uh, and just over the years, it's just like, you know, there's some people that just like, you can nerd out on a certain topic, right? Mm -hmm. they, you go to parties and there's, there's people talking about sports and like, you know, this guy's, you know, shorts were this long or he went from, you know, this high school to this college, they know everything about sports and, and yeah. they, they have this conversation and they can't, they can't just stop talking to each other. Like their wives pull them away from each other at the end of the party. Like, come yeah. on. Right. Yeah. And that's how Greg and I are with, are with real estate. And that's how we've always wow. been. And so we just, we're all, we're, we're on the golf course. We're talking real estate. We're, we're, it's 10 o'clock at night time. Hey, what do you think about this? Right. Mm -hmm. And we've, we've had that kind of, we call it real estate nerd. We kind of like nerd out on it. Yeah. And, and, and we just geek out on, on, on just real estate, right? And so over the last couple of years, we've been with Elliot Bannister looking at different brokerage models, right? Hey, you know, what, is, what, is, how, what does it look like a, as a Remax owner, right? What does it look like to start a boutique, right? What, what, where, where's the challenges? Where's the, where's the cons? And um, you know, we just kind of just would meet for some bourbons, and, mm -hmm. and just kind of powwow about every quarter. And it just started kind of gaining steam, gaining steam, gaining steam. And wow. then all of a sudden, like, 
we couldn't find time to talk because the market was so bananas. It's just like, well, we can talk about this or do 10 more deals. Which one do you want to do? Wow. And we were like, well, the right time will come. Hmm. So, so the right time came, right? I mean, there was a correction in the market right now. I mean, nowhere near as drastic as before, or not even close, you know, obviously a different kind of indicator, big interest rate change. So that changed mm -hmm. the game for a lot of what was going on. But what's happening though is real estate hasn't changed, right? This, this, if there's three thousand homes that sold, then you're saying there's no inventory. Well, who sold those three thousand homes, right? So it's how, how much, <laughs> how much of that well, share sir. do you want, right? Like, where's your mindset on that? And I know we talk a lot about that in real estate, and sometimes the term mindset, especially if you read it and you're not into it, can be kind of perceived as hokey, right? Like, sure. oh, mindset, like, oh, yoga or whatever, right? But like, it's real, it's real. And like, if you are in the moment, right? If you're talking about something all the time, it's going to happen to you, right? Mm -hmm. Often it's the bad side, right? Often it's my luck sucks. I wish I had this, da, 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 da. Well, that's going to happen to you, right? Now, mm -hmm. now you can't just turn around and just walk out the door and say, I'm going to do real estate and everybody just throws you their keys, right? It's not going to work that way. <laughs> But the idea of, of keeping it at top of mind, right? That's what we do as real estate agents. That's a successful realtor, right? That's the keys. Like no matter how many people you know or don't know, stay top of mind, right? Now, mm. however you do it, if it's apple pie or Broncos tickets or golf balls or whatever it is, top of mind, top of mind, top of mind. And for Greg and I and Elliot, top of mind is real estate always, right? So when we get together, they, they get, they, people are like, can we talk about something different? Like, no. Right, you know, just like this is what we're talking about, and so, so Greg, 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 we we kind of stepped back because the market was booming so much, mm -hmm. and was like, oh, I, I had a bunch of construction projects going on. I was running out of time. I was running real thin, um, and I just told, and I was working on my personal residence that had taken almost over a year to remodel. <laughs> so my wife and my son, they weren't excited. So I just told Greg, look, man, like we, we have to rush this conversation. It's not the right thing. Mm -hmm. And um, a couple weeks later, uh, Greg was like, "Dude, this we got to talk about this Keller Williams client's choice thing." And I was like, "Greg, I just I got to get through this stuff." I was like, "I don't want to hold you back. I don't want opportunity to slip between anybody else's hands. Mm -hmm. I'm not there, right? If you need me to write a check, let me know, right? But I can't be like I don't know. I can't commit to the time. I can't commit to the energy, right? Wow. <laughs> Fair enough, right? So." He he gets involved and 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 ends up being um, you know the operating principal of Keller Williams Clients Choice uh, majority mm -hmm. owner uh, and you know what a great opportunity to take an existing brokerage from a long from from the beginning of Keller Williams right take that take that legacy of Joyce Hefner and kind of continue it on into into today and that's that's kind of Greg's role so so Greg mm -hmm. had this opportunity and 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 he, I just. One day called him and was like, hey man, how are things going? Oh man, you gotta check it out. You gotta come by the you gotta come by the office. They're yeah. not pitching me, man. They're not pitching me. They're just like, hey, you know, here's what we got going on, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, okay, well, talk to me about how this works, how this works. And if if I could help you, what would what what what, what role would I be? And he was like, You gotta do this, mm. right? And I was like, What's a TL? Right. what's a what's a team team lead right like what are you talking about right keller williams like, oh. speak yeah yeah yeah, yeah exactly yeah, and that's the thing so so all my time was with remax uh for 20 years uh you know it was uh all all of that and and keller williams was never i i was never unhappy with my brokerage right mm -hmm. uh, i was kind of making a, a change uh beginning of this year just wanting to do more than just you know sign sealed check sign sealed check right i mean don't get me wrong i like that right but but i was longing for more and greg started explaining to me why he needed and, and also to elliot was in a role where he was kind of stepped in there mm -hmm. as an interim along with another woman named laura who was fantastic and helped me out with all of the kw isms and all of the secret sauce and the acronyms and yeah. uh, but I, you know I, I did start reading this uh the the millionaire real estate agent right it's their it's their bible right yep. you see these guys they, they like you see them and, and like most real estate books are kind of crispy right they're just they're just there the, these guys that have these people that have these mreas they're literally fanned out like they've been opened like a million times and highlighted and dog-eared and, and it's like it's like this this like this a holy scripture, right? But there's some bars in there. There's some really, really good stuff in there. And I never read it, 
And I've always poo-pooed on anything other than Remax because it was just that's my team, right? If yeah. I'm playing for the Lakers, I don't like the Nuggets, sure, right? Yeah, I and guess so. Don't even need, don't even need to know what they're doing. Just going to mm-hmm. be better. So diving into this, and and Greg said, Kevin, I need you in this role. I need you in this role. Mm-hmm. And I was met with a lot of uh, a lot of uh, kind of uh, not necessarily negative, but mm-hmm. because I had all of this experience, right? So I'm sitting in this table, like I got the I got the telephone story, I got the car audio story, I got all these real estate stories, I got the bank story. Like what else do we got? Ta-da! Yeah. They're like, what do you know about Keller Williams? It's like, uh, red, right? You know what I mean? <laughs> like like. Like I had tried to look at some of the history and where where they were at, you know, you know, the birth of, of, of how Gary started the business and that kind of stuff like that. But I really sure. never knew how deep that really went. Mm. And there's some really, really, really super cool things in there and big tools that can help agents. And it's very hard to dig through. Like, is it going to? We were using this analogy just the other day. It's like going to like three Vegas buffets. Like, okay, well, it's all good, <laughs> right? But like, you know, so what Greg and I are doing is taking back those those the, the best dishes off of off of those buffets right here's Love the buffalo that. shrimp you got it gotta have the buffalo shrimp don't eat the turkey <laughs> don't, 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 don't you dare pay for that right uh. so so it's 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 cool because we have this like um usually in this these, these models right usually mm-hmm. this uh, operating principle and team leader this kind of leadership structure you know it's not necessarily common that those people are in production right Right. Usually, usually they have other businesses, uh, either they're coaches or they're, they're doing other things to generate income with real estate, or maybe they have a team, but they're not in the streets like Greg and I, right? And, well and it doesn't mean that, that what we do is better, it's just different, right? And as this market changes, as it, as it is more difficult for agents to make connections, to take a buyer that you have to hang out with for six months before they buy, to cultivate relationships, to do all the old school stuff, mm-hmm. to you know, make sure that you're calling somebody at five o'clock instead of six o'clock, right? All of that kind of karate kid old school stuff mm-hmm. now is more important than ever, right? The handwritten notes, nobody's giving handwritten notes, right? right. Okay, it, it, you should say nobody, few people are, right? And, 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 and I know you can't write a handwritten note to everyone in your sphere every single day, right? But like a handwritten note, I, like I, I can't, it's so old school. Like, yeah, well, is that your secret to your success, Kev? A handwritten note? Like, well, kind of, <laughs> right? It's, 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 it's taking old school methods, hmm. incorporating technology, right? Because now we don't have to like fax something to somebody. Be like, oh, here's a picture of my puppy. <laughs> Right. It's, you know, yeah. we have, a, we have a lot easier ways to stay in touch. Mm-hmm. Uh, but so, to kind of go back and, and just, just the, when Greg said, yeah, you got to ride with me to do this. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was all in. And, and so obviously the people at Remax weren't really excited about it, I'm uh, sure. but you know, they're the people are my friends, right. And you can't get mad at me for making a life decision. Mm-hmm. Right. And not nobody, none of my real friends did. It wasn't a big deal. Right. right. But it was, it's also like, it's, I'm, I'm, that's kind of the last group of people that I want to go to. Just like when I was in real estate at very, very, very beginning stages. Right. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to go to my mom and be like, tell you all your friends that I'm in real estate. Yeah. Right. Right. So all the people, you know, that were, are real uh, relationships from, from my Remax days, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not going to those people going, oh, dude, look what I'm doing. Right. Yeah. I just want them to see. I want them to see the difference that Greg and I make by just collaborating all the time. So, so from from team meetings to 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 whatever's on the calendar to whatever that we implement into our business every day, it's the passion of real estate that Greg and I have and share along with Elliot Bannister, and 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 that's what Keller Williams Clients Choice is now. And um, we're gaining some traction real fast. Greg's a big sports analogy guy. Mm-hmm. I'm not much, uh, but you know for sure. I think we can all uh, understand that you know we don't we don't stop and high five in the third inning, right? We're right. just getting started. We're gonna smoke this team, mm-hmm. but but you know we're 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 just we're just we're just starting to gain. So we're super excited. You know, Kevin, as you as you mentioned that, and just the passion that you have, and and so does Greg, and everybody through the organization, uh, you know, it speaks volumes. Some of the best minds are coming together to collaborate to really shake up 
uh, you know, what has put together in a traditional sense. And, and you keep saying it time and time again, kind of old school or traditional basis, but taking what is working in fundamental and pairing it with what's new in addition to relevant change and melding the two. I think that is the next generation, that next progression or level into real estate. It's it's super exciting to see the growth of Keller Williams Clients Choice and just the, the amount of professionals that are coming together under one roof, as they say. And uh, it's fantastic. It, 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 it speaks volumes to me, and I know it does to the community as well. Speaking about collaboration and loving being with one another. Um, before we went live here in the green room, as they say, we yeah. were talking about a, an exciting announcement uh, about yeah. a future podcast coming out. So Kevin, Absolutely. would you mind sharing that with the audience? I mean, I, I would love for everybody to hear it. A hundred percent. Thanks for the plug there. Uh, oh yeah. So, so, so again, you know, uh, Greg Luchek and I, it's, it's a passion and, and we, we just, just spitball freestyle all the time. And it's, it's not an act. It's, it's, it's what we really love. Right. Mm -hmm. And so we've been just rummaging through some ideas and the other, we've been just saying, look, we've got to do a podcast. We've got to do a podcast. We've got to do a podcast. We've got some, we've got some great stuff to share. We think that people will want to hear what we have to say. Uh, and so, so, so Greg, I can't, I can't take credit for the name, but Greg came up with it and it's, it's called pardon the inspiration. Oh, so right. good. So, so it, it gets some similar uh, uh, logo to part of the interruption, right? But it's a play on that, but it's part of the inspiration, right? Mm -hmm. And it's a 30 minute podcast. We're going to drop it once a week. Um, and, and what Greg and I are going to do is take people from the city, uh, from our community and bring them in for the first 15 minutes of that. And just kind mm -hmm. of you know, the, the mayor, uh, uh, a really well-known restaurant owner, whatever it may be, or you have a list of guests. Wow. Uh, and, and, and for 15 minutes, kind of hear, you know, what inspires them and, and, and how their business is, right? And then the last 15 minutes is Greg and I uh, taking that and then what, how we can transition that inspiration into real estate right into our careers into others others careers right so share that kind of deep dive right and it's like oh well here it is and kind of then spin it into what we love and can talk about most is real estate right and and, and real estate not just just real estate it's people it's the people doing real estate so when i say real estate i don't just mean doing the deals right it's it's hmm. it's shaking the hands it's 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 all of it hmm. I, I, I'm super excited about that, Kevin. And, uh, you know, pardon the inspiration I, is a phenomenal name. So shout out to Greg, uh, you know, for that, that idea. Fantastic. And the two of you together, just the, the intellect and the conversation notes and cues, having a, you know, a guest, uh, come in and share their passion, their story in a local basis. Huge. Great stuff. Um, I, I can't stress enough, Kevin, as soon as that drops, please let me know. I'll have Absolutely. that in the show notes or I'll update the show notes, but I'll also share it with the audience. I would say everybody out there live with us or after the fact that you're tuning in, subscribe to these guys podcast. Again, I'll have links down below, but uh, yep. if you like anything about what this man is saying, you can't, yep. cannot wait because Kevin is just showing a fraction of his knowledge and his personality. And uh, I know that it's just going to be incredible stuff. Kevin, with that, with that uh, knowledge and personality perspective, because you've been doing the, the real estate you know, uh, portion of your life and your career for quite some time. And I know that there's so many tools, tactics, systems, takeaways into your mind that you could be sharing with the audience. Obviously, with time being of the essence here, if you could go back at your career thus far, and pick or choose one or two things that you added or implemented that you really saw growth, scale of any kind um, in nature that you could share. What would that be? What comes to mind? Wow. Uh, you know, I can't stress enough contact management, right? Um, Keller Williams has, has, has their own, it's called command, right? And it's mm -hmm. just part of when you, when you work for Keller Williams, it's, it's, you don't have to pay for it outside of like, say a lot of agents use another one, like top producer and those sort of things. Mm -hmm. uh, 20 years ago, right? I mean, there, there was actually, I think top producer 20 years ago, but you know, it was more about like, I had like notes and uh, binders and, and like, it was very sloppy. Right. But I, but I just kind of had this like 
gut instinct to come back and revisit it always and always and always and always. And I reap the benefits of that, not really knowing why mm. I needed to constantly be reviewing these things and calling people and, and, and checking in on them, right? I, I was doing that because I saw John do that. And there was no real system or real tool like we have today. Mm. So, so in the event that we did, I could only imagine the business that I want to grow. Right. Wow. And so, so using the technology for the simple things, right? Like, I think that's to me, if, if I could go back, right. And I had this tool, well, I would definitely be sitting here talking to you, but most likely it would be from like uh, Hawaii or something like that. Good right? man. Good uh, man. Or, or my yacht hanging out with Jeff Bezos or whatever it might've been. You'd right? be in Monaco right now. Right? I think that's right? where you Yeah, doing. exactly. Exactly. But you know, and that's, that's for, for it, 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 although I did it and although it grew my business, I did it like starting fire with rocks mm. and stick, but yep. there was a lighter fluid right next to me with a lighter and wow. match, right? So, mm. so yeah, I mean, I, I, yeah, I think that's for me, if, if there's anything that could be changed, if I could go back and do differently, it would have been paid way more attention to why I was doing that and monitor the result. Mm. I, I think that that's huge advice for anybody who's tuning in, myself included. I mean, at the end of the day, it is a relationship business and our net worth directly correlates with our network, as they say time and time again, uh, ultimately keeping that organized. It's easier said than done um, at the end of the day, picking the right system, the right tool. And as you said, today, there's an endless amount of options you know, 20 some odd years ago, it wasn't as readily available into that nature. But I think ultimately, using technology and tools that are going to help organize, systematize, and free up time and allow you to execute at a high level, to me is the big takeaway. And for whatever that is for anybody who's tuning in, and everybody's at different levels in their career and their time frame, the different goals. Uh, but that's massive coming from you, Kevin, because again, you've been there, done that, bought the t-shirt. Uh, you know, it is always that uh, if we're throwing movie analogies around here, it's the back to the future sort of scenario. You know, if you could hop in a DeLorean and do that, what would you say to your younger self? Right. And and um, I think that that comes from massive levels of perspective and you practicing what you preach uh, and then also sharing that with the next generation of real estate professionals that are coming in, but also the seasoned pros that are still here yeah. because. Oh, yeah. To, to that point, and this is the majority of the audience that tunes into Titans, they're seasoned pros that have been there, done that. And they're always learning. They're always growing from the best and brightest minds, such as yourself. Hey, even though I've hit the pinnacle in my market and my career, what can I learn from another top producer, such as Kevin? I'm tuning in. So that to me is massive, Kevin. I know that with what you bring to the table at Keller Williams Clients Choice, there's so much knowledge and basis uh, to be learned and to grow no matter what level of career path you're on, whether you're brand new into the business or you are a seasoned pro, uh, there's so much of that leadership and guidance that you give across. Is there anything that comes to mind before we wrap this up, Kevin, you've been dropping bombs, nuggets. I really, you sharing the story is fantastic. And again, when you're talking about car audio, I just think about, uh, you know, JL audio subwoofers yeah. and you just bring so many of us back who are into the car culture. Uh, so I know that the audience is really loving your story and progression and, and you've come so far into your life. Um, but is there something you want to leave us with anything that comes to mind before we wrap this whole thing up? Wow. Um, you know, we obviously all went through a real hard time in the last couple of years with, with COVID. Um, we've had some great things that came about from that. Zoom is, is seamless, right? And, and, and perhaps it was before, but never anybody heard of it uh, or, or, or used it as often as we do today. Um, but, you know, one of the things that was for sure that was taken away from us, and there's no doubt about this, whether you agree with masks or vaccinations or whatever your perspective is, right? Sure. The, human, the human element was taken away right? The, 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 this in real life was taken away. Mm -hmm. And now that we have it back, uh, it's, it, we're seeing people who are just longing for what they would call water cooler talk, right? Mm -hmm. They're, they're longing to, to have face-to-face uh, -face relationships with other agents that are, are doing the same thing. And now we're, we're fortunate enough to gather in rooms again. And, 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 big, and, and I, I went to, this family reunion thing. And I swear it was probably 10,000 people in this one conference room at one Love time. It. Spoke. But there's a huge energy that comes from that. So, 
um, you know, don't don't downplay that, right? Mm-hmm. Don't don't make a phone call. There's a guy in our office, D- Dan Egan. He just absolutely just murders it, and he hangs out at a coffee shop all day long. Right? Ah, love that. Don't don't downplay the human element, right? If if mm-hmm. you can if you can let somebody hear your voice vibrate, right, in person, take that opportunity to do it. They will remember that more than anything. So, you know, pop buys and those sort of things, you've got to be strategic about that stuff, right? I mean, it's about timing, but if you do it with 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 sincerity, right? And you really are truly unchecking on somebody, or you're really truly saying, hey, let's have some coffee, not like what's the six people you know that might be buying a house in the next five years, right? There's some scripts that you might need to follow for later on in life, but like take that time to enjoy that. Let the human element resonate. That alone, that alone will bring you more business. Wow. That's, that's beautiful, Kevin. And, and, and you're so right. I mean, I mean, looking at it from the standpoint uh, to the perspective, it is a people business and the human condition is, is alive and well. And I think that people try to systematize and leverage a little bit too much sometimes. And ultimately, a face-to-face, belly-to-belly meeting, uh, being present and showing that you care and that you're there to listen and to advise is so important. And, you know, in my perspective, coming from a technical nerd or not, there's no AI or technology that's replacing that. It's it's relationships at the end of the day. So uh, I think using the technology and systems to accelerate activities or tasks that aren't the human condition, yeah. uh, but ultimately what you said uh, hit it right on the head, Kevin. And, and uh, again, I know that you and I could nerd out with one another all day long. And any time I get to hang out with you, Kevin, is a blessing and an honor, my friend. I, I want to leave it here with what's the best way if somebody really connected with you. They love your story. They want to know more. They, they want to understand opportunities to, to learn with you, to work with you, align. What's the best way for the audience to get a hold of you directly, Kevin? <laughs> so so for me, it feels like I should take like a chalk on a chalkboard and put this up because <laughs> you know, for anybody that knows me, that social media is just like within the last year of my life. So, sure. so I, of course, I could preach this human element thing because that's all I have. Right. Um, All good. uh, So I don't I don't have a follow me at this or check me out on here. Uh, But if you are interested in getting to know me, getting to know our vision at Keller Williams Clients Choice or learning more about the Pardon the Inspiration podcast we're having, you can reach out to me at my personal email address. And it's my name. It's Kevin, K-E-V-I-N at KevinBristow.com. K-E-V-I-N-B-R-I-S-T-O-W.com. Kevin at KevinBristow.com. I love it, Kevin. And we're going to put that in the show notes. Everybody reach out to this man, learn from him. You will not regret it. Kevin, I can't thank you enough for taking the time, my friend. It was an absolute honor and a pleasure. Uh, I do have to dub in, you are an official real estate titan. That is a badge of honor that you wear for life, my friend. No one can take it away. There is no trophies or plaques, however, but it is in your heart, Kevin. So that, that is yours, my friend. Thank you very much. I appreciate it. It's been an honor. Ah, this is awesome. And everybody, thank you as well, as always, for your time and attention, love and support. If you like here with doing with Real Estate Titans, don't forget to like and subscribe everywhere. You do not to do at this point. I have to give our sponsor a quick shout out, Lion Bolt Media. If you are a real estate professional looking to grow and accelerate and scale your real estate business, utilizing leading edge digital marketing, visit lionboltmedia.com for more information. Now we're live here on Real Estate Titans every Tuesday afternoon, a different Titan, a different location. We'll catch everybody in the next live episode of Real Estate Titans. Take care. Thanks, Kevin. Have a good one. Thanks, Greg.